Is this normal? It's probably nothing serious. Maybe I'll feel better tomorrow. Emergency symptoms can be good at hiding. That's why you shouldn't ignore symptoms like chest pain, high fever, trouble breathing, or severe stomach pain. They could be a medical emergency in disguise. Thankfully, an Eastside ER is ready to serve you 24-7 with fast wait times and dedicated ER experts so we can quickly help turn your questions into answers. Visit eastsidemedical.com. Broadcasting live from the Subaru of Gwinnett Studio inside the Sinesta Gwinnett Place Atlanta Hotel. It's time for Gwinnett Business Radio. Gwinnett Business Radio is cared for by Eastside Medical Center, providing quality care to Gwinnett County and the greater Atlanta area for over 38 years. And hello again, everybody, and welcome to Gwinnett Business Radio. We're broadcasting live from the Subaru of Gwinnett Studio in the beautiful Sonesta Gwinnett Place Atlanta Hotel with our studio audience today, Stephen. Yay! There they go. Yes, yes. Back here in the, the peanut gallery. The crowd goes wild. And uh, Stephen Julian, Mike Salmon with you. We've got two wonderful guests yes. here today. Certainly not two wonderful hosts. Two no, wonderful no, hosts. absolutely. And, and uh, two, two, by the way, two beautiful guests, by the way. We've yeah, done absolutely. very well today, yeah, haven't we? Well done. And uh, one looks like she has this, like, like a deer in headlights. We're going to have fun with her. We won't say which one. We won't say which one. You'll figure it out, maybe. Uh, no, I don't think you will. Because I, I think both of these guests will come through professionally and fantastically and talk about their business in a wonderful way. Absolutely. Uh, Amy Griner is with us. She's with Kingsview Wealth Management and Lita Brooks with Status Home Design. Talk about money in our houses. Doesn't get any better than that. That's right. Two important assets in your life. We will jump right into it. Amy Griner, good morning. Good morning. Uh, Kingsview Wealth Management is the name of the company. Thanks for joining us this morning. Tell us what you do. Good morning. Well... I help clients with retirement. I do that by looking at their goals and getting to know my clients and making sure that they are in alignment with their investments um, so that they can reach those goals for retirement. All right. Amy, I want to ask you uh, probably a question when when you talk about helping people with retirement and helping people with their uh, wealth management. I think a very big question a lot of people ask is probably the number one question being asked today is uh, are you a fee-based, uh, a CFP fee-based person or a financial advisory person? And can you explain the difference? Absolutely. I'm glad you asked that question. That That is the question that seems to come up a lot lately with all the regulation in the industry right now. Um, I am a fee-based advisor, and that means a couple of things. I'm also a certified financial planner. A certified financial planner means that I've gone through some extra steps I've had to get education. I've had to have experience. They, they require that you have three years of experience uh, before you can even try to get this designation. And I have been in the industry for 10 years. And also you have to pass a really hard test. So I've done all of those things and gotten through the background check. And that means I'm a fiduciary advisor. A fiduciary advisor is somebody who is required to do what's in the client's best interest. And that sounds like an easy thing that every advisor should do, but in fact, the standard is not a fiduciary. The standard is actually that you only do what's suitable for the client, not what's in the client's best interest. So you wanna make sure when you're looking for an advisor that you do find someone who is a fiduciary. I am a fee-based advisor, which means I, you, I get paid based on how much I have under management. I don't get paid every time I make a trade. That's really important in our industry because you wanna make sure you take away 
that conflict of interest. Now, there are great advisors out there that do it the other way. So I don't want to say that that's the only way. It's the way that I that I perform, and it really is the way. For me, I always want to know that if I'm making changes to a portfolio, it's because it's in the client's best interest. And I just take away that question in my mind, am I doing this for the commission or am I doing it because the client's in the best interest? And that, for me, that works. And I know I used to do both ways, and I just decided that that was the best way for everybody um, in my practice. Well, I would think the client would appreciate that, too, and feel better whenever you do make the, the, the trades and so forth. Uh, tell us a little bit about Amy Griner and, and your background and how long you've been doing this. Uh, well, I've been 10 years in the business. Uh, before that, I was actually a commercial lender for 15 years. So I've been in financial services for over 25 years at this point. I decided when I was a commercial lender that I wasn't having fun anymore. And one of my friends worked as a financial advisor and she said, you know, Amy, you really would be good at this. So I followed her lead and and came over to this side of the business and love it. I really think that it was the best uh, choice for me. What uh, what would you say is your I, your ideal client? That doesn't have to be one type of client. Who, sure. who are some of the clients that when you start working with them, you go, I know they, they are right in my sweet spot of where I can help them? Absolutely. I would say the best person for me is somebody who is within five years to six months of retirement and doesn't know whether or not they can retire, how much they can spend in retirement. And it's really a question, should I retire now? Should I wait? And I can go through a plan and go through different scenarios with them and say, okay, if you retire now, this is how much you can spend. If you retire, if you wait a while, you can spend this much. But we really look at what their goals are and we say, okay, it's it's different for everyone. So I would say if if someone who's about to retire, I can add a ton of value. Is uh, the other question I was going to ask is if if there's a client who says, well, I I don't necessarily want you to, I, I want your advice but I more want to pay you for your time. I don't necessarily want to have you control the assets under management. Sure. Is, that, is that something you can do as well? Absolutely. I can I can do a plan for you um, and just do a one-time plan and, and just be done with it. One of the things about a financial plan, though, is that we really can't – we don't know the future. Mm-hmm. And even though every planner likes to say, okay, here's your plan and just stick to it, how often does you know life go by your plan? So a lot of times you can have a plan done for you and it's great, but you ha- it's, a, it's a living document. And working with somebody like myself or another planner is really important. So you'd prefer to build that relationship over time. That's my, right. that's my preference, obviously. Yeah. Our guest is Amy Greiner with Kingsview Wealth Management. And you talked about your sweet spot or people fairly close to retirement. But obviously we'd love people to start investing and saving as soon as possible. But the question I want to ask is, is does everybody need an advisor? That's a great question. Personally, I think yes, but... Wait a minute, let me mark that down. Great question. Great question. <laughs> One for Mike, none for Steve. Well, well, no, no. Well, who's Steve? Steve anyway, Let's let Amy answer the question first before I ridicule you. Go ahead, Amy. That's right. <laughs> I believe some people need advisors more than others, obviously. But I do think that having the advisor, it depends on your personality. Some people like to do it yourself, and that's okay. And that isn't my ideal client. Uh, but a lot of times what happens is those people that do it themselves are great in times of market high. And they, and then when the market drops, all of a sudden they make the wrong choices. And, and that is when we really need an advisor because I think an advisor kind of gives you a little gut check. Am I doing the right thing? 
and that is so to answer your question does everybody need an advisor not necessarily but I think if you want somebody there with you as a partner to figure out are you doing the right thing and am I going to make it those are the folks that are going to be most um, helpful let's let's talk about this I think uh, people who come to an advisor um, let's talk about their process and their experience if they come to you in Kingsview Wealth Management what's their what's the procedure going to be like what's the process going to be like because I think if they come to you and have a great process and onboarding all of a sudden they're going to be like well why didn't I do this before and they're going to tell other people about it so so what's what's uh, what's unique about when they come to to Kingsview and and what's that look like from kind of start to then they're a forever a, yeah forever <laughs> <laughs> future generations that's right well yeah. you know first of all I always encourage people to meet with me face to face that I think that's important at least one time now face to face doesn't necessarily mean in person it can be online because now with technology nowadays I do have clients that are all over the country so having that face to face I think it's important to be able to look in someone's eyes and know somebody because I think that is what you need to have a personal relationship something building trust with that person because money can be a weird thing it surprises me how many people say well yeah I've got my money with this person over there I never call them I never ask them any questions I'm not really sure what's going on and that blows my mind because really they're not and I know now why they're not happy with their advisor and why they're coming to see me so I really try hard to have that first face-to-face meeting and then try to set the process set the expectation but I also ask the client what they want because everyone is different if I tell you, oh, it's always, we're going to meet, you know, three times a year, we're going to do this, this, and this. Well, that may not be what they're looking for. So what I do in that first meeting is try to understand their, first of all, understand what their experience so far has been with investments and where their pain points are. If I can figure out where their pain points are, I can set up a plan that's tailored specifically to them, and then they're more likely to stay invested. Because really what I want to do is make sure that I put together a portfolio and a plan that's tailored to them so that they stay invested and that looks different for every person because I have some that I need to know what their balance is every single day because I know that they're going to call me if the market drops and I need to be prepared for that others I won't talk to them but once a year and they're fine so the process is for me to get to know the client very well understand their pain points and then put together a plan that's going to keep them invested in the long term. Some people ask me, oh, what's the best return? They, they focus on return. And I try to shift the focus a little bit because when somebody says to me, oh, I want you to get me a better return, almost every advisor, what they hear is, we need to add, add risk to your portfolio. But that's not necessarily what they're saying. But that's what we do if you tell us you want a better return, that higher returns are connected to more risky investments and so what I try to throw it back to them and say does that mean you want me to add risk to your portfolio and they go wait a minute (laughs) that's not what I said that's not what I said I said I want a better return I said well what we need to figure out is what is the return that you need to get to reach your goals and then we take the least amount of risk in order to reach those goals Sounds like she knows what she's talking about. It's almost like she's done this for a decade. <laughs> yeah, it, I mean, and it sounds like you're, you're really passionate about it as well. What do you love most about what you do every day? 
I love working with different people. I'm very much a people person. I'm one of those strange combinations of a people person that loves numbers. Um, I'm that very, is a strange combination. It is a strange combination. Usually it's one or the other, but I, I, I'm very analytical, but I love talking with people and learning about who they are. And, and one thing that I think is important um, to ask is when it comes to Kingsview Wealth Management, they're going to be dealing with you, but you're not alone. Absolutely. Um, it's, so talk a little bit about your team. Uh, sure. And, and again, just confirm for me that if a, a client comes in, they're going to be dealing with you as the CFP advisor. It's not like you've got this. It's not like they're going to be assigned a junior agent. Correct. So th there's different companies out there, obviously, and Kingsview Wealth Management is not necessarily one that everybody knows their name. So I appreciate the question. Um, it is a smaller boutique firm. Um, they sought me out based on my assets that I had under management and recommendations from other people. And when I looked into what they did, their goal, they have about 40 advisors across the country. They're very specific about what they're looking for. They really want fiduciary fee-based advisors um, and without any d bad, um, th there's, a, there's a place where if you have bad, uh, experiences they they track it in our industry right <laughs> finra.org look it up i'm not on there <laughs> no You're bad on experience there with no bad with no right? bad experiences clean record. clean record so that's one thing i look for um and their goal is to create a, an environment that is very uh th that advisors can thrive in and that is how they make all their decisions. So, so it's very it's smaller, but it's that way by design. We are we are growing. Um, we have different partners that we work for as custodial partners. So, Kingsview helps with my operation side. So, they set up my office. They hire my assistant. Uh, they do all the things that so that I can run, and they also do all my compliance stuff so that I stay in order. But then I also work with different um, custodial partners. I can work with Raymond James, Charles Schwab, um, and some others so that to make sure that I have everything in order. And of course, you are located in Swanee, but you mentioned earlier you can work with anybody anywhere in, in the country. That's right. I, I picked Swanee. I, I actually live in Decula, and I had an office in Decula for many years. I picked Sw Swanee because of its central location to Gwinnett. Mm -hmm. I also, when I was a commercial banker, I was in Swanee, and it's just a really great place to get around. I like the area. Absolutely. Well, Amy, for those that would like to find out more about Kingsview Wealth Management, find out more about you, reach out to you, what's the best way to get more information? Well, you can call my office and talk to Denise. At, my office number is 678-616-1040. Wow. Thank you. I was just watching Denise. Tell me the phone number. Tell you the phone number, yeah. <laughs> she really does help you. You'd be, what, what would you be without Denise? Denise is a very important part of our office. It's an important part of the team. Yeah, does Denise want to come on? No? Okay, just checking. Amy Griner with the Kingsview Wealth Management. Thank you so much. Great job. Great to have you here in the studio. Thank you so much. Fantastic. Mike, before we get to our second guest, I want to remind everybody that uh, our studio partner is Subaru of Gwinnett. Because love is what makes a Subaru. Get big savings and enjoy their hassle-free experience. Subaru of Gwinnett, where people, real people, sell cars. Visit SubaruGwinnett.com and join their family today. Come in and see the difference. 
or maybe you're already a Subaruist, then you can follow Subaru Gwinnett's Facebook page. You can take your Subaru there for their top of top of the line repairs uh, and service records. And uh, you can also go to their Facebook page for the latest Subaru offers news and community events. Thank you, Stephen. Stephen, notice I got the N in there. Yeah, I just. You know, I was trying to shorten things up. It's a lazy day for you, Mike. You, you shortened my name. It is a lazy Don't day. Don't shorten the name of our next guest, okay? No. Uh, Lita right. Brooks is with Status Home Design. And uh, uh, Lita, thank you for joining us so much. For those that uh, are not familiar with Status Home Design, first of all, shame on them. But uh, tell us all about your business and, and company and what you do. Excellent. Thank you so much for having me. Uh, so Status Home Design is a 12,000 square foot retail store. It is located off the Hamilton Mail exit off I-85 North. Um, I say we're a retail store. We do home decor, furniture. I have 70 individual vendor booths inside the store, so we've sort of coined ourselves a vendor boutique. Mm. We really are a one-stop shop for anything for your home. So I've got a full-service interior design firm built inside the store. I've got a seamstress upholsterer studio inside the store. I've got uh, three status carpenters, and we now have built an entire classroom for all things DIY. Wow. Uh, yeah, it's a big undertaking. Let me ask you one question mm -hmm. about the description, and I'm sorry if I cut you off. No, if if okay. I cut you off the description and there's more to say, <laughs> you, can, you can interrupt me back and finish it. But you talk about the vendor booths. Yes. The, the first thing that jumps into my mind and maybe other listeners is, oh, vendor booths, that means it's some kind of flea market. It is not that at all. No, it is not. So talk about your vendor booths. I mean, it, it's almost like a home design I hate to use the word mall because I think it's out of style, but I mean, is that really, it's, these vendors are not just, oh, we got some stuff. I mean, they're, they're really full service in oh, what they absolutely. do, right? So yes. talk a little bit about that. So when you think of, you said the mall, you would think of an antique mall. Yes. And that's a little bit in concept where this probably started, yeah. I guess, in, in concept. But the vendors at Status, uh, everyone has to be approved to be a vendor. You cannot just become a vendor at Status if you want to. Uh, very few antiques. Unfortunately, antiques do not sell nowadays like they used to. We repaint them. We repurpose them. Um, we have a whole avenue of our business just for that. Um, but so you, you sign up to become a vendor. It is a lot of new, um, very trendy status is, is very upscale. So I would consider us even an upscale vendor boutique, possibly not upscale prices. Um, I've got fantastic feedback from the store that we are very affordable. Um, for the quality that my vendors produce. Nice. Now, Lita, you're the, the owner. Yes. And where did the concept kind of come from? Okay. And is, is this original? Is anybody else doing this? Um, in different forms, yes. But the Not concept, as well. Right. Go ahead. <laughs> I would say that. So the concept really came from my background as an interior designer. So I graduated from school with an art and design degree, and I went right into the field of design as an interior designer, when you're going on an install to finish everything up, you bring more than you need, right? You always want to have, you don't want to have too little, you want to have too much. And if you purchase from stores like mine, there's not always a return policy. You buy these one-of-a-kind items, mm -hmm. and if they don't work, you're kind of stuck with them until you can send them to the next job. So many years ago, I opened up a booth in a little tiny store out in Flowery Branch to sell my excess merchandise. And that was a lot of fun, but it was more hobby. You don't, it wasn't every day. 
Um, so I was kind of doing design. My kids were little and I had a booth and I was ready to go back to work full time. And so the concept really came from how can I marry the two things that I love on a big full time scale? And I started with 7,500 square feet and 40 some vendors. And then very quickly, the suite next, I'm in a shopping plaza. Kohl's is my anchor on one side and then status has the left side of the plaza. Uh, one of the businesses in the middle went out of business and I grabbed that suite as well, adding another 5,000 square feet within the first eight months. So now we're at 2,500, uh, I'm sorry, 12,500 square feet total. So that's why we have enough room to fit all this. Wow. And when it comes to, when you said that pretty much anything in someone's home, you guys can, mm -hmm. can be a part. I mean, I, I can think of a lot of different areas of someone's home. I mean, we're talking... I mean, can, are we also talking kitchens, bathrooms? Absolutely. Wow. And, and and then one of the little things in one of your descriptions was you even have an in-house upholstery and seamstress? Mm -hmm. Yes. We have a very large workshop on wow. the side of the store that I was just explaining that was the new side, even though we're almost five years old at this point. But yes, and she stays very, very busy. I think her next opening, if you needed something upholstered or drapes or something sewn, I think she's three months out right now so, so she is very booked all the time so it's 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 called status home but it really yes. should be like status dream home. Yeah. i mean it, <laughs> come in and whatever your dreams are and whatever you need done anywhere in your house you have someone who can help with that yes so that, when you say one-stop mm -hmm. shop you you ain't joking around. we truly are a one-stop shop so i've uh status design studio is my interior design firm so that's where the name really came from i opened status design studio in 2008 and the store opened in 2015 as Status Home Design. So we really used the, the word status and um, pulled all that together. Um, Let me ask about interior design. Is, is that where most people should start um, when it comes to doing some work inside their house? I mean, it, talk about, because I think in, in the DIY culture that's been created over the last 20, 30 years, I think a lot of people are like, well, I'll do everything myself, including that. Talk about what an interior designer can bring to the process if someone has never used them before. Sure. So hiring an interior designer is beneficial. It's going to save you a lot of time, especially if the vision of this, this is what the biggest, I don't, I don't want to use the word complaint, but struggle is with a homeowner I don't know. I know what I want this to look like. I don't know how to pull this together. Um, I go into a home and I see things that are disproportioned. The pictures on the wall don't fit the wall. The wall is massive. The pictures are small. Lights are, you know, we, with the vision, and there is a true talent to this, we can come in and really help with your colors. We can help get everything just pulled together. So hiring an interior designer is going to save a tremendous amount of time and a tremendous amount of stress. Um, and it can save a lot of money as well. People think, oh, I'm hiring, so there's the expense of the designer. But if you work full time or your kids and sports and all of you need this to get pulled together, the longer some of these jobs take, especially if you have a contractor on board, that is money. And um, I'm working with a client right now. She just wasn't comfortable communicating with her contractor. The lingo was a little over her head. She didn't understand what the mullions were in the window and different things that he was throwing out. So she brought me on board just to be the liaison to help her, A, pull it together and make sure the contractor was doing what her vision was. Before we go any further, we got everybody excited now about the, the retail store. Yeah. Let's give the location exactly <laughs> where you're at. Yes. So the physical address is 
2240 Hamilton Creek Parkway, and we are in Suite 100. But what that translates to is we are off exit 120 off I-85, and you can see status from 85. You will see there is a Coles, there is a Home Depot, and we are right in the middle. So, so that's the Hamilton Mill that Road. That is the Hamilton exit Mill exit, yes. Right there up uh, 85 past the uh, 985 splits. It is a Decula address. Okay, uh, great. Um, not only do you have all these great things when you walk in, but you also have monthly events. Yes. Share some of that. Yes, it's called Status Super Saturday. We have one this Saturday. Uh, the hours are from 10 to 5 at the store, but we basically just throw a big party the first Saturday of every month. Um, there will be different things happening in the classroom. We're going to be having paint demonstrations in the morning. We have doTERRA oils coming to talk about all things health and oils. Um, this Saturday, I will be teaching design trends from 12 to 2, and then from 2 to 4, you can come and meet with any one of our interior designers for a free consultation. Bring pictures of your home, a trouble spot, something you're struggling with, and you can sit with any designer, and they will just kind of guide you through our best advice. Wow. So Mike asked for your physical address, and that is incredibly important and a good place to go because of the parties and because of all the other stuff inside the store. But you're also now selling live on Facebook? Yes. Talk about that process. We just launched a new portion of Status. It's called the Status Market, where we are doing live shopping events on Tuesday night at 8.30. And where you find this, you go on Facebook, look up Status Market, and you join, but then you have to take one more step, and you have to join the Status Shopping status market vip shopping group and it'll all be linked you click and ask to join and again you'll get notified every time we're going live uh, there will be flash sales like this saturday there will be a flash sale at one o'clock during the status super saturday we kind of want to show the buzz of the event um, but every Tuesday night at 8.30, we sell uh, store status merchandise live. And so through things like the status market uh, on Facebook uh, live, this is also to the reach of the store goes nationwide. Yes. To some, okay. Um, so let me go back to the vendors for just a second. Um, you, you talked about the process of, of becoming a vendor. Mm -hmm. Are there vendors uh, right now that, that are in high demand that you're looking to add to status at this point? Right now, status is on a wait list ah. to come into the store. Okay. So the process, um, it's yeah, probably more that. people want to get into status mm -hmm. to become a vendor. Uh, so what you do is you can start by contacting the store via email just or via walking in the store. We put your name and number on the wait list and a few notes about what your style is. We don't take vendors that are gonna compete with any current vendors. So for example, if you work with Pallet Woods or you make signs, we're gonna make sure that they look different from someone else in the store. Um, I've got two jewelry vendors and that's all I'm gonna take. And if one of them were to leave, I would bring on another one. But I don't want an entire store of everybody doing the exact same thing. Um, and I don't want the competition between my vendors. We all work as a team, we call ourselves a family. Um, and it works really, really well. I've got vendors that have been with me going on five years now, and quite a few of them. So, uh, Lita, before we let you go, we want to uh, ask you about the community events. I know you do a lot in the community as well. That's my favorite part of Status is what we give back. It really is. I have one of my team staff, so I would call her my team members. Her sole job is... Uh, community support mm -hmm. so we try to partner up uh, with different churches uh, we've just did a food drive event um, 
anytime there's a national disaster, we open up status immediately and try to connect with the Red Cross to find out what we need. And then we'll usually partner with a church because they're the ones taking the big trucks to, to the disaster areas. Um, we recently did a uh, collecting backpacks for the homeless. So we try to have something going on at all times for the community. Um, if it's even sponsoring a family, if we find a family in need in our community. Um, but I try to keep, you know, everybody's radar is up, but we filter that to one specific employee just to make sure that all the dots are really connected. Wow. You stay busy. I appreciate Extremely. you. <laughs> we appreciate you coming here to join us here on Thank Gwinnett you. Business Radio and Thank talk you. all about status home design. Uh, keep up the great work. I know you got so many other things that we could talk about, but we're out of time, but we'll have to have you come back. Thank you. I and, would love uh, that. Looking forward to coming out and, and seeing the place as well. Let's give uh, the location one last time. And if there's a website as well and, and the Facebook, all that information. If there's a website, of course, oh, there's okay. a website. I mean, come on. Okay. Give us and the if website. You yes. If you have a Facebook, phone number. All that. Anything you want to give us. Right sure. Now. The website's easy. It is statushomedesign.com, and everything you want to know about status is on there, from the design to the carpentry to the online, even the blog, which we didn't even talk about. So there's a whole bunch of different avenues, but it's all at statushomedesign.com. Something tells me there's a lot of things we didn't talk about today. Yeah. <laughs> I think we just skimmed the list. That's okay. We're going to talk about every seven, all of the 70 vendors. No, I'm no. just kidding. Go ahead. Great. And the location again. Um, yeah, go ahead. Yes. Uh, 2240 Hamilton Creek Parkway, Suite 100, and that is in Decula. Hamilton Middle Road exit. I drive by it every single day because I live way out there in the middle of nowhere. So, great. Uh, thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Right near the Coles and all that stuff, right? Yes. I know exactly where she's at. I love between the Coles and the Home Depot. She told me. 12,500 exactly. square yes. feet and parties on the first Saturday of every month. Status home design. All right, we're going to wrap up the show soon, so you'll quit picking on me, Stephen. Uh, I'm sorry. What I do. Quality care close to home. Eastside Medical Center has been a community health care leader for over 39 years. Nationally recognized for patient safety, Eastside focuses on delivering quality care with exceptional outcomes by using the most advanced technology and experienced physicians. For more information on Eastside System of Care, visit eastsidemedical.com. Mike, I can't wait for future shows where I get to say that they've been a health care leader for over 40 years. Coming soon. All right, I want to thank everybody for joining us, especially our guest Lita Brooks with Status Home Design and Amy Greiner with Kings view wealth management a reminder you can listen to the show anytime you want go to businessradiox.com select the Gwinnett studio and click on Gwinnett business radio also I would be remiss if I did not remind you about our social media as well follow us on Facebook and Twitter and LinkedIn we're at Gwinnett radio X we're in the middle of doing meet the staff Monday it's been exciting. Yes, see Trey a week ago, and you you were featured this. I week. I was featured this week. Yes, you're a star. Yeah, and people a couple of people said, "Is he still alive?" So I was really grateful for that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, and I'm sorry if I picked on you, but don't call me Steve. Steven. Yeah. For Steven and for our producer Trey, and for our and guest and for our studio audience, it's Mick Salmon, right? Yes, exactly. Yeah. I'm Mick, and we'll see you next time here on Gwinnett Business Radio.